0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Friday, April 17th. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today are Merchandising Coordinator, Cass Sharp. Hi, Cass. Hi. And Campaign Manager, Sam Joyce. Hi there. Hello. Uh, So who wants to go first? Let's go with Cass. What have you brought for us today?
1: Um, so at the moment, I'm still reading through a book recommended by one of our own booktopians, Chinoo. Um, She was very passionate about this gorgeous romance novel called Would Like to Meet, and it's basically for anyone who loves romance or romantic comedy movies or just comedy in general, where a script assistant named Evie, who secretly loves to write, um, accidentally gets herself into a bet with a procrastinating screenwriter where she'll fall in love through one of those awkward meat cutes from the movies in three months, and he'll finally finish the script that he's been avoiding. It's hilarious, it's fluffy, it's funny, and it's perfect for just going up and escaping
0: from, you know, the day-to-day. That absolutely sounds like the perfect book to read uh, <laughs> right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can see it as a movie as well, and it's got all these references to, like, When Harry Met Sally and Bridget yeah. Jones and The Holiday. And I really want to it's, it's, that. A, it's a rom-com in a book. Yes, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's also for people who love books as well. So it's I true. think it's got something for everyone.
0: <laughs> we've, been, we've spoken on this podcast before about how now is – the perfect time to start getting into romance if you haven't mm-hmm. already done it. Um, so that sounds like a perfect recommendation. And just <laughs> ap- ap- apologies on the sound quality. If you can hear a kind of high pitch whining sound in the background, it's just my children. So. <laughs> uh, do you have a Do you have another book uh, that you brought brought along today to talk about, Cass?
1: Yes. Um, so at the moment, I'm um, always *Cat's Cafe*, a comic collection by Matt Topley which is a collection of web comics about a very cute cat who runs a cafe, his anxious friend rabbit, a coffee-obsessed penguin, and a, co- a cast of other very cute animals. It's all about the importance of like relying on your friends and wholesome adventures and self-care and stuff like that, which is perfect and super gentle for these very strange times that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest comic that he posted was about all the animals coping with living in isolation and one of them is like a fennec fox putting on these massive earphones and just going, okay, it's time for my 30th Zoom call of the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: really cute mood. and gentle. It's adorable. I love it. I can't wait for everyone to read it. I think, I think
2: the, the gentle side is what people are looking for right now and that's probably why, you know, um, things like Animal Crossing, yes, yes. Um, are really popular because it's, it's the same thing. It's gentle, it's about friends and, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Cass, for those um, lovely recommendations. What about you, Sam? What have you brought along today?
2: Um, so I was going to talk about uh, a book I just finished and a book I am currently reading. Um, so the book I just finished is Monstrous Heart, by McKenna. Um, this was a really interesting book for me. It's I would describe it as dark speculative fiction or a a dark fantasy romance um I wouldn't say it's pure romance it's kind of got a lot of a lot of romance elements to it and it's some romance elements do drive the plot um it was really fascinating to me because about a third of the way in I got I got super hooked and really and finished it very very quickly um it's basically set in a kind of alternative earth or an alternative future earth so there's Things that you recognize, remnants of things that you recognize, but also things are very different as well. You essentially have people who, through some event, some mutation, I've got these um, uh, these gifts, these affinities, and it's all from their blood. So there's a lot of the the stories is around people with this kind of using this blood magic um, to kind of uh, they become very rich and powerful, and they get good positions and they're at the top of society. Um, but at the same time, you've also got this kind of shadowy organisation, the Eugenic Society, whose job is to make sure that people with good gifts, good blood magic, you know, have, uh, you know, get married to the right person and have the right family. And, you know, their, their children are powerful and the people who don't have gifts that they like, you know, like um, things that they are dangerous or scary. Um, well, apparently they just, you know, get pushed off into a canal, you know, and they, they they get into a lot of accidents. So it's really fascinating. Um, the main character, Arden Beacon, is essentially she's got uh, an affinity for fire and she's sent to be a lighthouse keeper in this little hamlet in this kind of country town. And she manages to come across, um, I guess, local politics, um, you know, and local people and that it all ties together into kind of a, a larger scale conspiracy and a larger scale mystery. Um, so yeah, I found it really fast. For me, the for me the, the world building behind it was really was really fascinating, and the kind of as the mystery un- and the connections kind of unraveled, that was uh, that was really interesting, interesting too. And it's so immersive, you know, I really forgot about what was happening all around us. And you know, that's the kind of book that you really need to read really need to read right now.
0: Sam, you always you always bring these insanely good, intriguing <laughs> book recommendations. I love what you do about books. It's always something that's just off the wall and insane. It.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bit of an off the wall book, but uh, you know, I, I I ended up you know enjoying it um and being really immersed. So I I think you know it succeeded in that. Um, but yeah, so the the other one I wanted to talk about is called Hearts on Hold. Um, it's by Carrie Um So this is a contemporary small town romance. I, I was actually recommended this on Twitter. I was in the sense that I was scrolling through Twitter and it was recommended, you know, somewhere on there. I love those, those kinds of ones you come across. So I just downloaded it. I'm reading it on ebook. Um, and uh, it's, I really love small town romance contemporary romance because it's charming um you know you, you have the same kind of feeling of you know it's okay it's safe and that's why I really love you know right now I think reading romance you know because we, we we're comforted and we know how it's going to end um this particular one uh, I had to download straight away because you've got uh so the the two protagonists you've got the heroine uh, Victoria and she is a hardworking you know, boss lady she um is an expert in African-American literature um, she's super organized, so I really appreciate that. Um, and <laughs> he meets um, uh, the basically the the, the town's um, uh, head children's librarian. He is described as a tattooed um, uh, Viking-looking. He's got his blonde hair up in a man bun. He's got a bit of a Ooh. beard, and he is just so soft and gentle with all of these children. Um, it's fan- it's fantastic. So, and he's really laid back. So you've got these kind of two opposites who who meet and have this intense chemistry, um, and she basically decides that she wants to have a really really structured, um, you know, kind of organized affair, and he's all like, no, we'll just we'll just see how we don't have to be this organized, and they kind of um, you know trial it out. At the same time, this is all happening, she's got to deal with uh, you know um, academic politics at her university. Um, and what I really love about this is that, you know, these two characters are really fully formed. They have their own aspirations. They have their own things going on. He's looking after his niece because her mum, you know, has gone overseas for a, a important work thing. Um, and they've both got friends and they've both got communities. So um, it's it's really, really well written. It's funny. It's um, It's got a really, really good flow to it. I'm about halfway through now. It's going really quick, um, but I'm loving it.
0: Awesome. I, I, I'm loving these romance recommendations. I think maybe we should rename this podcast Love in the Time of Corona.
2: <laughs> Love in the Time of Corona. Love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you for those recommendations. Um, what about what what's bringing us joy uh, while we're in isolation? What's something what um, you guys are up to? That's, uh, so that's, sorry.
2: we have a bit of a list for isolation activities. <laughs> <laughs> and it's essentially whenever we think of something that we can do to pass the time, um, you know, or to, or to find something fun, you know, uh, I'll add it to my little isolation activity list and then tick it off when I uh, feeling like I, you know, just don't know what to do with myself. Um, so I'm actually enjoying, you know, of course, reading and things like that. But, um, you know, just uh, I'm actually doing a little cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> um, just tackling those tasks that haven't been, you know, that I haven't managed to get to. And um, I think for me, putting them on a list and then ticking them off to me makes them feel not just like I'm doing it because of the isolation. It makes me feel like this is something I set out to do and, hey, I've done it, you know. Are you using Um,
0: a personal version of like Flow or Trello to manage your your household tasks now?
2: (laughs) I I would love to have one of those. But, uh, no, it's just a a little note uh, (laughs) app on my phone.
1: Oh, that's um, a subscription.
2: But, uh, yeah, I'll look into that. That's a great suggestion. <laughs>
1: that's work-related. Um,
2: um, I actually measured, you know, I think for one isolation activity, I didn't buy it yet, but I did actually um, spend a good hour just um, on Ikea and just, you know, like looking at things, <laughs> you know, potentially for redecoration and then measuring and then kind of trying to visualise, you know, just um, actually spending that time, you know, to, to you know, Think about it and do the activity around it, but you know, not spend the money necessarily just yet. It's like it's like putting something in the in the shopping cart online, but not buying it. You still get that joy. You still get that. You still get that. Um. Uh. That hit.
0: Although, if you're, if you're shopping a Booktopia, you should definitely commit to buying it. Don't just leave it on the cart. Right?
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Well, you know, with a book, it needs to come to you. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not, you
2: haven't completed that journey yet.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Cass? Do you have something that's bringing you joy and isolation? Um, There's a couple of things.
1: where so I feel like a bunch of them are tech-related. So as I was talking about Animal Crossing, um, I've really enjoyed just fishing and wandering around the town and digging up fossils and crafting things. That's a big mechanic. Um, also Discord, letting me keep in touch with my friends and talking to friends that are overseas. And they've also worked... so They've also come and visited my town, stolen a whole bunch of my fish and interesting, (laughs) like, flowers and stuff because the hemispheres are different and they've gone back to their town. And one of my friends, he keeps sending me, like, the cutest little letters with, like, presents attached to them. It's really wholesome and sweet. Um, What else? Oh, Tumblr. (laughs) One of my friends got me back into Tumblr and it's, (laughs) like, so different ten years later. And it's like so many different things and i'm like oh, i can look up like sewing and um the cool prints i love the cool prints so
0: much is it um, more wholesome now that they took all the things off it <laughs> uh,
1: no it's just people <laughs> want to work around them but anyway okay. um, there's definitely like a lot of soft wholesome content but also um some more exciting stuff for people that are into that but it's just fun
2: I um I forgot to mention I started playing a game as well, Cass. Um, it's not wholesome like Animal Crossing. Um, I started playing The Division 2, which Ooh. somehow is also set post flu pandemic in New York. Oh
1: no, <laughs> DC. <laughs> I saw this tweet and it was like, you know, in like a year from now, there's going to be a movie about like The Rock saving everyone from COVID plus
0: terror. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: going
0: to be great. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Um, Um, Well, Cass and Sam, thank you so much for joining us today and making your daily Booktopian debut. We hope that you uh, enjoyed your time with us.
1: Yes,
2: we did. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Um, so thank you so much for listening now at the end of the podcast we always like to give a shout out to an Australian author that that we love and today look at Booktopia we just love Charlotte Wood we love everything she does and we just wanted to give a shout out to her and say that um, if you haven't read The Weeknd uh, her latest book uh, you really need to get on it uh, because it's wonderful and we love it and we're huge supporters of Charlotte's and we're always excited to see what she does next So, thank you everybody for listening. Um, As always, you can listen to our episodes for free on SoundCloud. We'll be back the same time on Monday with another episode of Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions